1 John 4, 7 through 8. It says, those who are loved by God, let his love continually pour from you to one another. Those who are loved by God, they let, they allow his love to continually pour from, from you to one another because God is love. Everyone who loves is fathered by God and experiences an intimate knowledge of him. And I want y'all to remember that because during this fast, we're talking about becoming even more intimate with the presence of God, intimate with the presence of God. So it says everyone who loves is fathered by God and experiences an intimate knowledge of him. The one who doesn't love has yet to know God for God is love. The one who doesn't love, watch this, has yet to know God for God is love. This morning, uh, the day before we began our 21-day fast, and as we continue with this month's series, Engage, I want to teach from this thought, and that is this, how to know when you know God. How to know when you know God. Father, we thank you for your word. We thank you that it, it brings life, it illuminates us, and it allows us to grow in our fellowship with you. Let God, this word, touch and captivate our hearts and bring about transform transformation and change. Let the words of my mouth, Father, be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, my strength and my redeemer. Amen. All right. How to know when you know God. And I want to deal with this this morning because we're about to go into a fast and we've been talking about drawing closer to God and and, and uh, becoming in, in deeper fellowship with him. But the Lord, he says, I want you to uh, preface this uh, subject matter before you actually go into the fast, because I want it to be clear that there are some things I'm really trying to do in this fast uh, deeper than just people drawing closer to me. All right. So we do begin our 21 day fast tomorrow, January 10th. And I believe this fast, I sincerely believe this fast will be transformative for all who commit to this time of sacrifice and consecration. I really believe that this, there's something special on this fast. Many of us have fasted before. Some of us, we haven't fasted in a while. Or some of us, this is our first time fasting. I really believe the hand of the Lord is on this fast. And for all who commit to this time of, 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 of sacrifice and consecration, you're going to see the Lord do some powerful things. I mentioned this past Thursday, and um, I'll reference it again this morning. This fast is going to activate an awareness and an affection for God that many of us have not had in years. It's kind of like we're returning back to our first love. Like we've still been rocking with God, but our relationship has not been as strong as it has been in time before. So not only is God realigning us and repositioning us, repositioning us in a closer, tight-knit relationship with him, but we're going to have an awareness and an affection for him that far exceeds um, the affection we've had in times past. God is, is literally leading us to fall in love with him. Just type this in the chat. I'm falling in love with God. Type in the chat. I'm falling in love with God. I believe God is going to expand the depth of our relationship with him and going to increase the strength of our connection to him. Now, we already know we are in covenant, but I think what God's going to do is strengthen the connection that we have in covenant so that the love we have for him, it, it, it just exceeds, I mean, anything that we could ask for or think or any love we could have for anything or anyone. I believe as a church, and as followers of Christ, we are about to engage with God 
God and encounter his presence and experience his power in new and fresh ways. Type that in the chat, new and fresh. Hallelujah. For some of us, our relationship has been stagnant and stale. Praise God. You don't want to say it, but it's all right. It's been stagnant and stale. And God says, I'm going to make this relationship new and fresh, new outpour, new revelation, new glory, a new favor from your fellowship with me. God is doing that as we fast. I told y'all our heart's posture is like David in Psalm 27, 8. He says, Lord, I have heard you say, come and talk with me. I told y'all last Sunday that there is an open invitation to the presence of God. And as a consequence of this open invitation, we are like David in Psalm 27, 8. We're saying, Lord, we are coming. Hallelujah. Lord, we are coming. Lord, we're coming after you. We're coming after your presence. We're coming after your glory. You gave us the invitation. Now we're responding by seeking you like we've never sought you before. If you share these same sentiments, if you really are saying, God, I'm taking this consecration serious. I'm taking this 21 day fast serious. Uh, serious. Just type in the chat, I'm going deeper. Come on. I'm going deeper. Type that in the chat. I'm going deeper. I'm coming from shallow relationship um, to deeper relationship. Type that in the chat. This fast is serious for me. I'm going deeper. This is not about just what I can get tangibly. This is about my relationship with the Father. This is about activating my awareness. Uh, I'm not going to be singing, let us become uh, more aware of your presence and still feel like I don't know where he is. No, I'm going deeper with God. Type that in the chat if that's your sentiment. I am going deeper. I'm going deeper with God. I believe that's what this fast is going to do. But here's something I have to share with you as it relates to us going deeper. When it comes to us having a deeper relationship with God, I've got to reveal something to you that the Lord shared with me um, as it relates to going deeper with him. God shared with me as it pertains to our relationship with him, uh, something that, that really influences our relationship with each other. Because the two are connected. He says, son, you're going deeper with me, but I want you to be conscious of something as you go deeper with me. And that is this. He said, Jeff, you don't establish depth with me and distance with other believers. Uh oh, here's the wrench. He's the monkey wrench. He says, Jeff, you don't establish depth with me and distance with other believers. Y'all stay with me this morning. I pulled you in real quick. I hooked you so I could set you up for this because all of us are talking about going deeper with God. God. But God says there's this relationship, there's this interconnectedness that if you go deeper with me, you should also be going deeper in fellowship with your brothers and sisters in Christ. I know I set y'all up for the okie doke. Do not leave now. I know I'm going deeper. Praise God. I'm glad you said that. I set y'all up for this because you've got to realize to go deeper with God means I'm also going deeper in fellowship and relationship with those who call themselves his sons and his daughters. He says, you don't establish depth with me and distance or division with other believers. Okay, stay with me. Don't get mad now. How we relate to God directly influences how we relate to each other. Hello, somebody. You're not going to like this because I didn't like this when he began talking to me about it. How 
we relate to God directly influences how we relate to each other. We being believers, the body of Christ, we are one big family. We have the same father, right? He's the same God of us all. And as a family, as we draw closer to the father, we should be drawing closer in fellowship with each other. We cannot have the same father be in fellowship with the father, go deeper with the father and become more divided. Hello, if we are one big family. And let me help you. Romans 12, 4 through 5 says, just as our bodies have many parts and each part has a special function, so it is with Christ's body. We are many parts of one body. Hello, somebody type one. Come on, O-N-E, one, O-N-E, one. We are many parts of one body and we all belong to each other. Hello, somebody. If we belong to God, we belong to each other. Different gifts are same body. Different personalities, same body. Different assignments, same body. We may have different abilities, but we all share the same spiritual DNA. Hello, somebody. And this is important because to say we have depth with God, to say I went on a 20-day fast and drew closer to God is to also say we deal righteously with our brothers and sisters in Christ. To say I am deep with God, I walk on water, I, I walk in the heavens of heavens means that I treat my brother and sister right. Y'all don't like this gospel, but it is the word of God. I, I can't be deep with him and distance with other believers. Because according to 1 John 4.20, it is relationally hypocritical to say we love God and know God, but not be able to sink in love with other believers in whom, in whom they say they love and know him too. If I love him and you love him, then we should be loving each other. Or one of our love is false. Hello. To know God is to love him. And when we truly love him, we are better able to share the love he's revealed to us with others. I'm trying to help y'all because the Lord says, Jeff, don't say you found me deeply over the next 21 days and relationships haven't haven't been restored. Hello, somebody. And reconciliation hasn't been restored. You speak in all type of tongues during a 21 day fast, but you still refuse to you still refuse more so to speak to people. He said you're not as deep as you think. Hello, y'all talk to me in the chat. Don't leave. If anything, share this thing because your auntie and everybody else needs to hear it. Everybody in your family, family not speaking to family, but we claim to be religious. Hello. Husbands not speaking to wives, but we claim to be religious. Children not speaking to parents, but we claim to be religious. That's why the world looks at us and say, how in the world are they so deep with their God, but they don't get along with each other? Y'all don't like this part of the fast, but one of the things God's going to do during this time of consecration is bring about reconciliation in the body of Christ and relationships because we are arguing with each other. Y'all see it all over social media when we should be drawn in affection. How are we doing more arguing than having affection for us if we have the same God? Come on, helping you. You may not see it now, but I'm helping you this morning because watch this. I used to think that a person's spiritual abilities determine the depth of their relationship with God. How many of y'all were like me? I used to think, man, this person is anointed. 
They must walk with God and talk with God and speak with God 24-7. I thought that those who ministered effectively and those who prophesied accurately and those who preached powerfully were the ones who were closest to God. I was like, man, this person must really know God. Wow, they told me everything that I that I had happened in my life. Man, they preached that word so powerfully. I thought that the spiritual ability of the believer determined their depth with God. But then I read first Corinthians 13 and 2. Read your Bibles. And I realized that I could have a powerful gift. Go look at it. I could understand all of God's secret plans. I could possess all knowledge and I could have faith that can move mountains. But if I didn't love and treat other believers right, my relationship with God would be shallow at best. Glory to God. Uh, some of us have deep spiritual ability, uh, but shallow spiritual love. Hello, somebody. I'm talking in this chapter. You have deep um, spiritual abilities. Uh, your gift uh, is powerful, uh, but your love is shallow. Uh, and God says, uh, I don't measure uh, your walk with me uh, by how you demonstrate my power. Uh, I measure it by how you treat my people. Hello. Talk to me in this chat. Uh, the depth um, that we have with God uh, is not measured um, by how we demonstrate his power. It is measured by how we treat his people. That's why every time uh, after God used me, he'll show me you're not as deep as you think because uh, you're still getting attitudes with this person. Hello. Uh, he says, you're not as deep as you think because uh, you're still arrogant when it comes to this. Y'all don't want to talk about it in the chat. Uh, I'll throw myself under the bus. Uh, you're not as deep um, as you think uh, because you responded uh, immaturely when that person hurt you uh, and betrayed you. You're not as deep, Jeff, as you think you are. Can you just type in the chat if you feel your boy and you know, uh, Pastor, you're right. Uh, I'm not as deep as I think. Type that in the chat. Don't be prideful. Uh, I'm not as deep as I think. Because I'm still immature when it comes to loving people. I can't measure my debt with God by my spiritual ability. I got to determine that by how I treat people. I believe the relationship God wants to build with us this year requires us to address and alter relational behavior in his kingdom that does not reflect his nature. I must say that again. I believe as we build our relationship with God, as we fast and turn down our plates and turn the TV off, I believe God wants us to address and alter relational behavior in his kingdom that does not reflect his nature. How in the world uh, can you speak to a God you've never seen, uh, but you can't speak to people you see every day that call themselves believers? How in the world can you say, uh, I'm walking in his glory, but I'm still holding on to grudge? Come on, y'all. I know this is deep. I know, oh my God, Pastor, I did not expect this this Sunday. No, I'm bringing this to you because real depth with God is going to be seen in how we deal with with each other. Real depth is seen in how we deal with each other. Our, 20, our 21 day fast is not being carried out with the intent of, of growing with God alone. Yeah, that's one part. It's also being done with the intent of growing with each other. 
Our text says, those who are loved by God, let his love continually pour from you to one another. Continually, continually pour from you to one another because God is love. Everyone who loves is fathered by God, spiritual DNA, and experiences an intimate knowledge of him. We've been asking that we become more intimate in our relationship with God. So a part of becoming more intimate with him is showing love. It says the one who doesn't love has yet to know God. So could it be you don't know God like you think you do? We don't know God like we think we do because our love is not exemplary of his word. Could it be that my deepness is not in me saying, all right, go ahead, calm that tongue and go talk to your daughter you haven't talked to in months. Hush your little tongue up before you, before you prophesy to anybody else. I see, I see. No, the Lord says you see yourself going and reconciling with the people at your last church. If you see them in Walmart, you don't want to say nothing. I, I see, I see. That's a scary thing. Don't, don't measure your walk with God by spiritual ability because the Bible says many will say in that day, Lord, Lord, then I cast out demons in your name. Lord, Lord, then I lay hands on this. He said, I never knew you. I used you, but I didn't know you because to know me and for you to really have relationship with me is to change your love walk. After 21 days, of relationship dynamics should be changed. And I know it's a hard thing, y'all, because people get on your nerves. Y'all, I know this is why I'm always before the Lord. I'm not just for the, I'm not, I don't, listen, I don't just come for the Lord for him to give me more revelation. No, the times I'm really before the Lord is, Lord, help me not to cuss this person out. Lord, help me not to go off on this person that hurt me. Yo, I'm a human. But I can't use my humanity as an excuse to harbor things in my heart that hinders the love of God from flowing from me to somebody else. I've got to say, Lord, created me a clean heart because if not, somebody's going to get these hands. I'm talking to y'all. Y'all know one of the biggest challenges in our Christianity is how we treat each other. And God says you got to constantly work on this because that that shows if you really know me. Over this 21-day fast, we should be able to forgive some folks. We should be able to reconcile some relationships. We should be able to say, I'm sorry. We should be able to forgive and forget. When it comes up, yes, I remember, but I'm not going to accept that. I'm going to submit myself to the love of God so I can demonstrate it in my walk with you because that really determines how much I know him. Hello, somebody. That determines... Not how well I can be used by God, but how well I can love others. It's crazy if I come out of this fast and my marriage is not stronger. Hello? It's crazy if I come out of this fast and I'm still mean. How in the world did you meet God and not meet love? Hello? Come on, talk to me, family. How in the world did you fall? I fell in love with God. How in the world we're falling in love with God but keep falling out with each other? Hello, somebody. I'm not yelling at you. I'm just passionate about this. How is it? How? How? How in the world is it uh, that we're getting along with God but can't get along with each other? Can somebody answer that in the, in the body of Christ? 
Can somebody answer that? Why can't denominations get along and we got the same God? Why can't ministry gifts get along and we have the same God? Somebody don't know God like they say they do. God says, I, I'm, I'm, God says I, I really believe some of the restriction to revival in the body of Christ is that our relationships are just dysfunctional. Let me say it again. I believe some of the restriction to revival in the body of Christ, to new revelation, new outpour, is that our relationships are dysfunctional. And God says, I can't pour out on a divided people. I can't pour out on a divided people because I'm one. I'm one God. I'm integral. It's, I, I am who I am. I can't be like, okay, y'all go ahead and you go that way and you go that way. I'm going to give y'all some glory and then give y'all some glory because I know y'all can't get along. No, God is like, come on, unify your efforts and then I can show you some love, some outpour, some greater depths of me. He said, you got to love. He said, you, you, you have to love. After this fast, you're going to have to love better. You're going to have to talk to each other better. You're going to have to deal with each other better. Where they hurt me. And we hurt God all the time. I tried to use that excuse. God, I'm going to change up because they hurt me. What if God changed up on us because of all the times we've hurt him? I know I've hurt him, Ricky. What if he changed up? You know what? I ain't going to hear your little prayer today because you hurt me. No, no, no. God is faithful. He continues to love us. And as his sons and his daughters, he requires that we do the same. Y'all, this 21-day fast is not just about going deeper with God. It's about going deeper with each other. Are y'all with me? I think what's more important than us gathering in church buildings is us gathering and connecting in our hearts to love each other better and treat each other better and talk to each other better and be nice to each other. Because that's what really shows the depth of our relationship. Two points real quick. Number one, what we receive through our relationship with God is revealed in our relationships with each other. What we receive through our relationship with God is revealed in our relationships with each other. One more time for the people in the back of the virtual church. What we receive through our relationship with God is revealed in our relationships with each other. I can tell you have dealt with him based on how you deal with me. Here it is. The text says those who are loved by God, watch this, those who are in fellowship with God, those who receive his love, let his love continually pour from you to one another because God is love. So it goes from God to me, from me to someone else, from God to me, from me to someone else, from God to me, from me to someone else, from God to me, to me, to someone else. That's how it should work. It's a flow. God, I receive your love. 21 day fast. I drew closer in you. You changed my heart. So now I can extend that to somebody else. You know, you've encountered God personally when others can encounter his love through you relationally. Let's say it again. You know, you've encountered God personally when others can encounter his love through you relationally. You know that you have encountered him. Why? Because when I meet you, I meet God. When I meet you, I meet someone who has received God's love because of their relationship with him. And what is his love? It's patient. It's kind. It's not jealous. It's not boastful. According to 1 Corinthians 13, 4, it's not proud. It's not rude. 
It does not demand its own way. It is not irritable. It keeps no record of being wronged. It does not rejoice about injustice, but rejoices whenever the truth wins out. His love never gives up, never loses faith. It's always hopeful, endures through every circumstance. From God to me, from me to somebody else, people can experience patience through me because I received it from God. They can experience kindness through me because I received it from God. From God to me, from me to others. It is evident that we are in fellowship with God when our interactions with each other reveal this kind of fruit. Okay? The fruit of our relationship with with God should confirm, I'm sorry, the fruit of our relationship with each other should confirm our fellowship with God, not contradict it. I'm going to say it again. The fruit of our relationships with each other should confirm our relationship with God, not contradict it. It should show that we truly know him, which is my second point that I'm out of your hair. To love others like God is to know God. To love others like God is to know God. Kim put, it's not rude. That's right. You know, saints can be rude. Like, what in the world? What I do to you? It's just nasty. I don't get it. For the sake of God. No, you don't got to be nasty for the sake of God. No, 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 no. If anything, you should be cordial and loving because that's what real relationship with him shows. To love others like God is to know God. So over this fast, as we draw closer to God, we should be drawn closer to each other. The text says everyone who loves is fathered by God and experiences an intimate knowledge of him. The one who doesn't love has yet to know God, for God is love. And notice, it doesn't put a, uh, a categorization on, on who to love. It just says, those who, uh, the one who doesn't love has yet to know God. And it doesn't say the one who doesn't love people they like or the one who doesn't love people they don't like. No, the one who just doesn't love and show the life of God doesn't know God. So I can't claim after this 21-day fast that I met God in the secret place. I shut up. I met God in the secret place. And then I'm still telling everybody secrets. Gossiping about everybody's secrets. Girl, did you know? Y'all, this is for all of us. You know, we be using our mouths for other things other than praise. God's like, no, deal with that stuff. Because that's what shows the depth of your relationship with me. How we treat those we know reveals how much we really know about God. Here we go. How we treat those we know reveals how much we really know about God. It reflects the maturity of our relationship with him. If we want to know how spiritually mature and anchored we are in God, we can determine it by how we treat each other. How to know when you know God is is revealed in how you treat those you know. How do I know when I really know God? It's revealed in how I treat those that I know. I'm not going to treat those I know like crap, especially believers, when I really know him. Spiritual maturity is not based on spiritual ability. It's based on God's love. 1 Corinthians 13, 8, and I'm done. It says, love never stops loving. It extends beyond the gift of prophecy, which eventually fades away. It is more enduring than tongues, which will one day fall silent. Love remains long after words of knowledge are forgotten. Our present knowledge and our prophecies are but partial. But when love's perfection arrives, the partial will fade away. 
when I was a child, here we go, I spoke about childish matters. For I saw things like a child and reasoned like a child. I ain't going to talk to them no more because they hurt me. Just like being in a sandbox saying, I ain't going to play with them no more because they threw sand on me. Childish love, right? He said, but the day came when I matured and I set aside my childish ways. And it's speaking to how I begin to love and treat people. Let me just tell you something. This is not an easy thing, which is why it requires the help of the Holy Ghost. I know the Holy Ghost is real. Because be honest, there are some people, some of us will probably never want to talk to or deal with again. But Holy Spirit will bring such a compassion in your heart to make you speak to people that don't even want to talk to you. Make you love on people that don't love you. Make you speak well of people that are destroying your name. Whether religiously or just outright wrong. God says, your love really shows how much you know me. Your, your depth with me is seen in how you deal with other people. Y'all, as we prepare to go into this fast starting tomorrow, don't just go deep with God. Ask God to help you to deal better with people. Because I know, I know that I know God when I treat those that I know with his love.